Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, your source for Marvel news and conversation. Chit-chat. A little chit-chat for you. Uh, welcome. My name is Matt Carroll. What's your name? My name? Oh, my name is Jeff Randall. Hey, Jeff Randall. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, not much. It's a late week for us. It is. It is. We were uh, occupied on Tuesday night. Yeah, well, I was occupied. I, I got a ticket. Yikes. Cause my tag was expired because I'm dumb. Not only that, but I have this 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 newish job. I haven't even been there a year yet, so I don't have any personal days or vacation time. So I haven't been able to take the time to go to renew my tag. Yeah, the and the Birmingham. Well, we live in Birmingham, Alabama. The uh, the the centers where you have to go and get your stuff done, the courthouses are the worst in in America. They are awful. Yeah, it takes hours of, of waiting in line to get anywhere. So I would lose. Several hours worth of work pay, mm-hmm. and then also have to pay money for this thing. So just don't do it, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to not do it. Screw it. Yeah, then you get pulled over and you get a ticket for $165. Yeah, well, screw it. I mean, um. you know, whatever. So yeah, I had I had this like really bad bout of paranoia that night. Well, once you and get a ticket been. for it, it's pretty easy. You just go... I already got a ticket for it, and they don't ticket you again, generally. <laughs> I'm a man who knows that. Wow. I, uh, now, I'm getting, it, I'm getting it renewed tomorrow morning. Anyway, Marvel news. There's a lot of casting news, right? Yeah, there are. Because it's about that time. You know, we got, yeah, the, there is. we got the series coming up. We got movies coming up. We've got a huge slate of Marvel stuff in front of us. So... That being said, the first bout of casting news that we have is Rachel Taylor is cast to play Trish Walker on AKA Jessica Jones. Trish Walker, not a lot of people know about, um, she is better known as the hero Hellcat, who is actually one of the Avengers. Hmm. Um, she was also a, uh, a founding member of the Avengers Academy and trains a lot of uh trains a lot of newbies huh that's cool and does a lot of that i've heard i've heard very talk of the avengers academy but i don't really know much about the avengers academy or if or if the mcu is going to go that direction i doubt it avengers academy was founded to like the 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 class that you follow in avengers academy is a group of kids that were basically tortured by norman osborn to, to like get their power to its full potential or whatever. Yeah. And they were the kids that were worst, like beaten the worst. And hmm. so they basically <laughs> they basically took these kids in to be like, okay, we have to teach them to like chill out. Not be evil. Yeah, not be terrible people. Like they have the highest chance of becoming villains. Which is really kind of mean. So that's the first class that you follow. Okay. the The news that I'm more excited about i don't I don't know I don't know uh, Rachel Taylor. Uh, do you know Rachel Taylor for anything? Uh no, she's in some uh, horror stuff, if I recall correctly. Okay. Um, interesting. Well, uh, Car- Carrie Ann Moss was also cast for an unknown role on AKA Jessica Jones, and I like Carrie Ann Moss. I like the Matrix trilogy, the whole thing. Some people hate the whole hate the second and third one, but I, I like it. 
and I and uh, I liked it. Just, it's just the second and third one weren't as good. Well, sure. the The first one <clears throat> is like epic, and just the the concept of the Matrix is so mind blowing. Yeah, and new and interesting that it's just it's a, it's a great story. The other two are trying to tell. <laughs> they jumped the shark on the first one. Like, how do you get something that intense and awesome on two and three? Like, yeah, the the second and third one are just telling a story. Within that framework, and yeah. I, I like the story they told, and they I think they did expand on the world enough, and I found them interesting. But yeah, I, I get why some people don't. Yeah, um, they get a little weird. I mean, there was the Dragon Ball Z fight scene at the end of the last one. Um, the one where he's fighting Agent Smith, and they're flying through the air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And smashing into each and other. And at the, the rain. time. I thought that was the most beautiful CGI <laughs> at the time. I really did. I mean, like, th- and there are a couple shots where he, like, punches Agent Smith in his, like, face, like, slow motion, like, crushes, cr- crushes yeah. itself. I, it, it was just so beautiful. And then going back and watching The Matrix 3, it is some of the worst CGI. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of the greatest gulfs between, like, the first time I watched it and watching it 10 years later. I'm like, oh my gosh. I thought this was awesome. What was wrong with me? <laughs> and then, like, other things came along and just completely blew it out of the water. It's so funny how our um, collective consciousness moves forward yep. and we just stop thinking things are good unless they're this good, you know? Yeah. People keep setting that bar higher. Well, like, if you go back and watch, I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this. If you go back and watch, like, the original Star Wars, the lightsaber fights were not that good. Do you, do you mean like choreography wise, well, or do you mean choreography and the the special effects for it? They just huh. weren't that good, like by today's standards. I've only seen the special editions. Okay, I'm just joking. I have that <laughs> true. I just wanted more hate mail. <laughs> um, there's hate mail for me for saying that, and then there's hate mail for you for saying what you said. Yeah, exactly. Just, just let's bundle of hatred. Let's snowball this hate. Let's try to pile on the hatred. Um, anyway. <laughs> Getting back to the point, I like uh, Carrie Ann I Moss. like Carrie Ann Moss, and she she provides a little like legitimacy to AKA Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, she gives it some uh, some actor weight. I mean, we already had David Tennant announced yeah. last week, and now yeah. we have Carrie Ann Moss. Like these are big names that they're they getting really for are. the show. You said you had a theory about it um, about her. Who do you think she might play? I do have a theory about that? Only because she's she's a really like. She's not like a huge name actor, but she's a big name actor. Sure, sure. She's at she's least like, like B list. Sure. Or lower A list. You know? Like she's up there. Anyway, so she's, she's got She's been in some some really big movies. Yeah, she's got some weight behind her name. Yeah. And the way that they announced it, the the verbiage that they used to announce it was she's gonna be playing a no nonsense woman who could be a powerful ally to Jessica. If Jessica doesn't completely alienate her first. Okay. That, just because of that verbiage with the with the alienate and the powerful words specifically used and repeated over and over again in every article you've ever read about it. Yeah, but a lot of times that's just because one per like the press release says that and yeah. then they just repeat the verbiage. They're like, oh, I'm going to use the quotes on that. So... Just it's it's making me think because of 
the origin story of Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel, that mm. that might be where they're going with that. Interesting. Like, and the fact that they haven't announced it, like it's an unknown role. They're just they're holding it back. Like, that might be Carol Danvers. Interesting. That's that's interesting theory. I, and she because, could be a good Miss Marvel. And because um, the story, uh, one of the original stories of Jessica Jones, where Kilgrave was involved, actually, the Purple Man was involved. This is part of the theory that I have. Uh, when there, when he had her kind of enslaved, he, he emits a pheromone and kind of had her under a mind control for a long time. And it got to the point to where she had kind of almost like a Stockholm Syndrome. To where when she wasn't around him, she still had, like, his goals in mind. And in some, like, weird fit of just, like, a temper tantrum, he sent her to the Avengers Mansion to kill Daredevil. And it was basically him saying, go kill the guy in the red suit. So she goes to the Avengers Mansion. He's not even there. And she just attacks the first hero that she sees in a red suit, which happens to be Scarlet Witch. And the Vision, who is the husband of Scarlet Witch, chases her down. Like, he and, and Tony Stark, Iron Man, chase her down and, like, ending end up damaging her, like, wounding her very badly. And knock her out of the uh, the mind control that she's under. And, like, the only person that really vouches for her is Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers or like when she was Miss Marvel. So it was Miss Marvel was like the only person that was vouching for her because she knew she, she actually knew Jessica Jones and like was a friend of hers. Mm. So there's a lot of possible similarity that you could put into that. Yeah. Based on that, that's kind of why I'm theorizing that she could play Carol Danvers. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. Wild supposition, but I feel like I'm grounded a little bit. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, um, yeah, she's a powerful... That, that would be a powerful ally. It really from would. From what I understand, that Captain Marvel is one of the strongest characters in the universe, period. Yep. Yep. So that's neat. So I guess the next real piece of news, other than that immediate casting news, is... Um, I mean, everybody knows about the outcome of the Super Bowl, right? The yeah. Seahawks lost. I even do. I yeah. just I happened to catch the last one minute of the Super Bowl this year. I don't year. even sports ball. I don't. I also don't sports ball. So, Seahawks lost. So that means that Star Lord has to show up in a Patriots jersey at Christopher's Haven, <laughs> which is really funny that they do that. But that bet, that bet, has raised a lot of money. That's brought yeah twenty seven thousand. Yeah, it's raised posted? it's raised fifteen thousand for the uh, Seattle Children's Hospital and about twelve thousand for uh, Christopher's Haven. And so you know, all together for those two charities, that that bet alone has raised twenty seven thousand dollars. Nice. Them. And so Chris Evans won, right? Chris Evans won. Chris the bet. Evans won. Yeah. I heard that uh, even though he won the bet, Chris Evans still said he was going to go in his Captain America uniform to. Uh, to the, to really, the children's hospital. That's really cute. Yeah, that's so classy. Probably not going to wear the jersey of the uh, no. of the of the Seahawks. Seahawks. Wait, which one? Patriots won, right? Patriots won. Seahawks lost. Got it. <laughs> 
And I know that uh, bad. It's the sports book. They're they're both actually going to go to Christopher's Haven. So like it's going to be like Captain America is bringing Star Lord to visit. That's great. <laughs> That's so great. cool. Well, awesome. I and really those T-shirts, like that. the T-shirts are still available. So if you guys want to chip in and raise more money, uh, go buy a T-shirt. I think we have the links on our Facebook and yeah, they're on the, good stuff. They're at tfury.com. Tfury.com. And I think it's like tfury.com slash Chris versus Chris or something like that. Nice. Okay. But whatever. Uh, they're going to be available through February 10th. So they're still, from this, the time of this recording, there's still five days. Cool. So that's a uh, that's a really nice thing for them to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay. Uh, the last piece of news, I think, is the is probably the biggest piece of news from this week. Uh, and it's, it's Is it the Daredevil trailer? It's the Daredevil trailer! It's the Daredevil trailer! Yeah. So what did you think of the Daredevil trailer? Oh my trailer, god, I'm man? so excited. For those of you who don't know, the Daredevil trailer dropped yesterday, I believe. It did. I posted it on our Facebook. Yep. Check the Facebook. Facebook.com slash MCUcast. Woo! <laughs> so I posted the video and um you don't really get a good look at the Kingpin at Vincent Donofrio. Mm. Like you see him from the back. He looks good from the back though. Hey-o. And I mean that ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's a uh, he's gonna be a big guy, but he's not gonna be like comically large. Yeah, yeah, you know, not comically. Like, <laughs> ha ha ha! <laughs> you get it? <laughs> so like he's gonna be he's gonna be basically the uh, the real world version of a large fellow. Yeah, but Daredevil is gonna be a badass. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they're basing it sort of on uh, on Frank Miller's Frank Miller run stuff. Yeah. And in Frank Miller's run, Daredevil gets the shit kicked out of him repeatedly. And if if the trailer's any indication, that looks like that might happen. Yeah, it does. It looks like he does some things, but there's it looks that like one he also time. gets his ass beat. Yep. It looks like there's that one time where he pulls his face out of the water and he's just bleeding. Yeah, he's just out of blood everything. Out of so I haven't had a nosebleed since I was like 12 or something. Yeah. I had five nosebleeds this week. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I've been sick. I've been just like bleeding out of every orifice. <laughs> That's Ebola. You need to get that looked at. That's what I told Alyssa, but she already got better. So. <laughs> she gave me Ebola. I, I, it started, as, started as a cough, and suddenly I was just bleeding out of my face. I was just <laughs> like, no. It's a horrible thing. Yeah. So I read an article um, this week that is talking about how, like, how the uh what is his name Stephen S Denight that's his name yeah oh i love him he uh he's saying his vision for uh daredevil in the netflix series is going to be basically like batman without the money <laughs> like it. a poor batman cuz he's still got that drive <laughs> but not, not only that a poor blind batman right <laughs> <laughs> he's blinder than a batman <laughs> blind huh didn't blind no but seriously like that's like (laughs) he's like a batman with just like no money and no sight like that seems like a much worse batman (laughs) but i'm pretty excited about it i he it's not that he has no money i mean he's a lawyer sure so like but he doesn't have the billions he doesn't have the wayne oh yeah he doesn't have the wayne billions to back him but he doesn't need it or the queen billions yeah, whatever. Any of those uh, DC people. DC people always have to have money, right? 
I mean, no Marvel people have money. Tony Stark has money. So sure, Charles sure. Xavier that's a mansion. That's a one. Yeah, yeah, sure. So Xavier has money too, and Tony Stark. But you see what I'm saying. Um, Fantastic Four. All right, all right. So there's money to be had Black, in the Marvel Universe. Black Panther owns a country. Damn. Really, <laughs> really tore down my argument. Sorry. Black Panther owns a country. <laughs> <laughs> he, rule, he rules a country. He you rules don't a own country. a country. I mean, well, I mean, Doctor Doom does. He's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> ruling a country, ruling a country is a responsibility. It's not a. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not some. You know, it's not a prize. It's not something you won. I'm sticking my guns on this one. <laughs> my very very thin guns. <laughs> Thor's a prince. You're, yeah, Thor's a prince of, of gods. Of gods, yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's you, it's a valid point. It's a valid point. Um, Have you seen Asgard? <laughs> the entire place is made of gold. They shit money. <laughs> okay, they they wipe with like that was that was gonna be really. I was gonna say they wipe with pennies, but that'd be a horrible idea. No, it doesn't sound good at all. But like they wipe with. $100 bills for yeah. us. Why would you go, you know how rich they are? They wipe with pennies. I could wipe with pennies. I'm just saying, if it I was, desired to. It would not be a good idea. No, it's not a good idea. I'm just saying, like, I am rich enough myself to wipe with pennies. Yeah, I was just going to be like, and I'm but a poor. the podcaster. worst money that they have is what they wipe with. But, like, that... That doesn't mean rich. It, yeah, it doesn't. We're, we're, it's we're, a bad analogy at bad that choice. point. Bad choice. Like it, it, was start, it started off good. It started off real good. Then it S- went to shit. Speaking of pooping gold, there was a... Uh, <laughs> there was a... Um, we did a story on Pursuit of the Trivial a few months back about these scientists who found an organism that eats one kind of metal and it poops out gold. What? Yeah. It like, it's like a biological process that this like, uh, this microscopic organism does, where you like feed it a certain metal. I don't know what metal, and it. Uh, I I did when I did the story, but uh, then it poops out gold. They call that alchemy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I think <laughs> the 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 project was called something like that. It was like, uh, something something alchemy. I don't know. I'll have to send. I'll have to send it to you. It's pretty wild. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool though. Newton would be proud though. Newton, Newton Schmooten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's real fun to say. Newton Schmooten. All right, we well, I guess, there's really not that much news. I guess we we kind of blitzed through it this week. Um, yeah, we did. W- uh, well, in our own, in our way. <laughs> um, well, so in I guess we're going to talk about some way. Agent Carter stuff. So if you guys uh, if you guys would let us, uh, we're going to just give you our little plugs here before we go into the Agent Carter Episode 5 talk. It's not like they have a choice other um, than to let us. They absolutely have choices. Okay. They will. They will. They can turn us off anytime. We are grateful for your listenings, my friends. Yeah, um, we are, So actually. we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We're in partnership with 45 Magazine. That's 45-magazine.com if you want to check them out. Uh, they... You know, they post our podcast there, but they also post 
uh, all kinds of cool nerd and music content. So check them out. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at at MCUcast on Twitter, uh, 573CastMCU on by, by the phone, and you can leave us a voicemail. Or you can go to Facebook.com slash MCUcast or MCUcast.wordpress.com. Any of those ways you can reach out to us and touch us uh, meta- metaphorically. Um, Jeff's engaged. <laughs> no touch, Jeff. We got a message this week on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's, let's check that out. We have a we have a message on the Facebook this week from Linnea. Um, Linnea says, "Hey guys, I'm a huge fan of the MCU and I'm really enjoying your podcast as you guys dive into all the news and episodes of the MCU TV shows. I finally caught up on Agent Carter last night. I was a week behind and listened to your latest podcast episode this morning. I have a theory about Souza. I don't think he's a sleeper or a traitor." I think he may be Peggy's future husband. In Winter Soldier, she said in an interview playing at the museum that Steve saved like 1,000 men in a rescue mission, including the man who would become her husband. Recently, Agent Chad Michael Murray asked Sousa where it was he was injured, and Sousa didn't say. I think it was a hint. He didn't want to say that Captain America saved him. I predict he's going to figure out what Peggy is up to, with Stark and help as opposed to turn her in. I hope so anyways. I love that actor. If you haven't seen Dollhouse, watch it now. He's in, he's, he's in it. He's terrific in it. Um, anyway, that's just my opinion. Sorry for the written message as opposed to voicemail thing. I'm working and I'm supposed to be working right now. Shh. All right. We will not read that part on the podcast. Thank you, Linnea. <laughs> um... <laughs> We won't. We won't tell anyone. <laughs> We're not going to tell anybody that you're at work and talking to us. Mm-mm, nope. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good theory. Except I, I think I definitely think that her husband is something we're going to find out. I don't know if it's going to be Sousa though. I don't think it's going to be Sousa. You don't think so? I personally do that's not how, think it's going to be. Sousa. I thought it was going to be Sousa for like f- the first four episodes. Which, granted. I don't know. I, I thought it was Sousa for a long time. Yeah. Maybe three episodes because we were talking about Sousa being a traitor last week. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still feel like he's a nice guy. And he wants he, to help. He wants to help. And I think he's a good, I think he's a good man. Um, but um, this week with, with, with uh, which we're about to get into the episode. I guess we shouldn't get into it until we do our spoiler, uh, spoiler alert. But this week may have shed some new light on some other characters that could be. Uh, somebody with a mustache. Oh, you think you think it yep. could be? Huh. Yep. I will say, I think I think that all the Howling Commandos were in that bunker that he saved those thousand men from. It was. Yep. In in, in Captain America's first yep. Avenger. So there's that's a... the first group that he saved that like kind of mm-hmm. solidified him as a hero. Yeah. 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 That's so, true. Yeah. That's very true. It could be any of the Howling Commandos. It could. Hmm. And I mean, we saw the chemistry. On this week's episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I still say that her and Sousa have a chemistry, too. It just depends on what happens in these next three episodes. Is yeah. Sousa going to end up turning her in? Is Sousa going to end up helping her? Is Sousa going to end up being a traitor himself? I just have no well, no we, idea what Sousa's endgame is going to be. We do know that it's not going to be Agent Chad Michael Murray. Do we? Well, he was in Japan. 
Or he was in the Pacific. Oh, uh, well, he was Captain in the Pacific America was theater. fighting for three years, though. He could have gone to the Pacific Theater. He stayed in Europe. Did he? Do mm-hmm. we know that for sure? Mm-hmm. The montage. He was fighting Hydra. Hydra wasn't in the Pacific. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I guess, I mean, they're allies of, of, of the Germany and Hydra. The, the Germany. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> they're allies of the Germany and Hydra. <laughs> I, I figured they could have uh, gone back and forth or... There are planes and boats and things that could have gotten him there in the nah, three years. Nah, that Come doesn't on. make any sense. All right. I mean, the montage was... Um, I'm just saying it's open that he could have been in Japan at some point. The, it was, It was. you put Hydra on the map, would you care to wipe him off? And that's what he worked on for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do think that uh, it's possible that he had had a mission that pulled him away somewhere else. Maybe. But also, I think it's... Um, he wouldn't have saved a thousand It's likely... That, well, we don't know what the mission would have been. Um, I do think it is likely that the uh, the, the mission he's talk- she's talking about is the one... The, um, <sighs> the one we saw the one in, in Captain America, Avenger. First Avenger. Yeah. So, I, I think it's a good theory. I think definitely Suze is an option. Also, all of the Howling Commandos are an option. Although, I think the Howling Commandos think of her... Is like a little sister, a little sister, or, or even a little brother. <laughs> like they don't have a, uh, they don't have a. I don't think they see gender when it comes to Peggy necessarily. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think a sibling is is a good good call on the howling the way the howling commandos see her. I think that she feels like that too. Yeah, like I think she so feels too. like a sibling among them because like she she had that great line toward the end of it where she was just like, "I hate you all." And then she starts giggling. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's really endearing. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Anyway, thanks, thanks, Linnea, for the, I hope I'm saying your name right. If I'm not, you, well, you didn't leave a voicemail, so. Thank um, you. <laughs> thank you, Lenny. <laughs> oh, Lenny. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but thank you very much for the feedback. And I think it's a really good theory. Definitely a possible theory. But I'm still very on the fence about who. Who's going to be her husband and where Sousa is going to fall. It's definitely possible that he falls into that Plinko hole, but could fall in any of the other Plinko holes. Stop looking at me confused. You didn't watch Price is Right growing up? Oh. You dropped the little Plinko puck? Wow. Could go anywhere. It's all chance, man. At this point, at this point, there's no way to, there's no way to aim the Plinko puck. There's just not. And at this point, I can't make the call, so I'm oh, calling. Wow. I'm calling him a plinko. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man! Oh, good thing it's Thursday that we're recording this, so I can say this. Throwback Thursday, am I right? Whatever, man. That show's still on the air. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Drew Carey, what? No, man. I ha- it's not on the air. I ha- well, I don't know. I haven't been sick in a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's only on the air when I'm sick. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess we're going to go into our spoilery talk now about this week's Agent Carter, Episode 5. The Iron Ceiling. The series. We don't know if it's Season 1 or whatever yet. Let's hope uh, it's Season 1. Yeah, I, I definitely hope so. Um, all right. We're going to go into the spoilers in 3, 2, 1. Dum Dum Dugan is back! Woohoo! I, I don't really know of any hugely spoilery things. Yeah, yeah, there there wasn't 
there wasn't any big reveals in this episode necessarily. Ex- no. Oh, except for um, the fact that Chad Michael Murray is a uh, is a liar about his Navy Cross and it has everything that he has in the SSR by fa- under false pretenses. Yeah, That's <gasps> pretty, that was pretty rough. Oh wait, there is a big reveal. Susan knows. Well, yeah, he he, he does. Susan knows. He at least knows that she was at that party. Yep. And and he knows that there's a brunette that was also a a a female brunette that was working uh, with Jarvis. Well, he doesn't know it's Jarvis well, though. With but yes, somebody on that boat. On that boat. So there, the 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 pieces are coming together for our friend Jarvis. I mean, our friend Susa. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's been it's been too many weeks. Um. So. So I guess we should uh, get started in the recap for this week. Um, I, uh, first off, in, in watching the, uh, recap thing, like the previously on Agent Carter thing. Yeah. F- first thing I thought of when I was re- watching this episode was how horribly irresponsible it was for her to switch that switch last week. Yeah. I just got to bring that back up. <laughs> I like Agent <laughs> Carter a lot. I realized she thought Jarvis was lying, and I know we harped on it last week, but my goodness. <laughs> I just I just think that's horrible. They show they show a little clip of her and them fighting about it. I was like, why did you flip the switch? Why did you do it? <laughs> um, so we we open on a, a weird Russian uh, orphanage. A bunch of little girls it's being training camp. Training camp for little girls though. That's actually the Black Widow program. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was confirmed on, on news articles earlier in the week. That's what she came out of? It's Yeah, it's the precursor for what Black Widow comes out of. Wow. That's that's awesome. Crazy, isn't it? That's a really, really cool connection. It really I did is. not know that. I thought you read that. No, I didn't read oh, that. Oh, man. I, I have this tendency to uh, assume that everybody reads the same news that I do. I don't know why. Yeah, it's bad for a show where you're supposed to come on and tell us news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but My no, God. no, that's that's really really cool. Um that deep continuity though. That's 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 badass. I um is, I, yeah, I guess she is Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she used to be. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Um but uh but it turns out that our our friend uh, from Iowa, Dottie, Dottie is um, is from that same training camp, and that she is a you know, <laughs> and she used to be handcuffed to a bed all the time. Well, she still is apparently. Yeah, they have that later scene. Her her alone scenes in this episode are very creepy. They really are. Yeah, she's really weird. Yeah, she's she's just kind of a very just a very dark character, um, and um, her. Yeah, her 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 chaining herself to the bed, and then the later scene where she like searches through Peggy's room and then sits on Peg- Peggy's uh, uh, vanity, and she's like, "Hello, I'm Peggy Carter." I'm like, <laughs> all right, hand that rocks the cradle, like a little <laughs> creepy. I don't know. I was thinking that she was gonna put on Peggy's lipstick. I was too. Didn't happen. No, it didn't. She looks at it though. In, in, a, in a like, well, she also smells it, and she probably smells whatever drug it is that knocks the guys out. 
Yeah. She's just so creepy. <laughs> I yeah. really find her incredibly creepy. Um, so... So I guess after the uh, the scene in, in the Russian orphanage or the Russian uh, Black Widow program, we get like her and Peggy talking in the diner and mm-hmm. she's all like yeah i'm a tourist so i need to do tourist things oops knocked your purse over yeah i totally saw it when she pocketed those keys yeah too. i was like "Ooh, that was there's very them, obvious there's them keys she got them griffith keys <laughs> like it was very i think we're watching for that kind of stuff now since we know it's like a spy show and we're like no sleight of hand tricks here well we know specifically not me specifically that she's a spy yeah but, so I'm, I'm watching everything she does. <laughs> Nothing's getting by me. Yeah. I don't trust Dottie. I don't trust Dottie like I don't trust Grant Ward. That's right. Still don't trust Grant Ward. No. Where'd he run off Why to? Why would you? Where'd he run off to? I don't know, but he's with Agent Fake 33. <laughs> Faye. He's with Faye. Faux-may. Faux-may. <laughs> I think... That's racist, man. She's not from... Uh, Vietnam. I don't know, because pho, get it? Pho, pho. It's pronounced pho. I know, pho. but some people pronounce it pho. And they pronounce it wrong. It's pho. Yeah, but, you know, still still works for the joke. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. <laughs> anyway, so she goes out, gets a paper, and then runs into Jarvis randomly. Yeah. Stalker. Like, Stalker Jarvis. <laughs> I like the idea of Stalker Jarvis as like a... Uh, as an action figure, <laughs> it's like you have the different versions of like Green Hulk, Gray Hulk, Iron Man, War Machine, Armor Iron Man, blah blah blah, and then Jarvis, Jarvis, Stalker Jarvis, Stalker Jarvis, <laughs> hiding in the bushes, Jarvis, <laughs> Free Candy Van, Jarvis, what? <laughs> Free Candy Van, Jarvis, oh. Um, so he's just trying to win her back. <laughs> you want he's, to talk about creepy. This scene is a classic he wants to, he wants Peggy back scene. He does. Not in a, you know, romantical way, but he wants Peggy back. He misses Peggy. <sighs> when I had you to myself, didn't want you around. I don't know the words. Okay. <laughs> Great, great stuff. Um, <laughs> I just thought that was a great tie-in because that was, you know, oh, on yeah. Awesome Mix Volume 2. Oh, yeah. It was, it was Baby Groot Dance. Yeah. Um, so we have, uh, that. So, so obviously she's not having it. She's not yeah. letting him back in her life. She's all like, you were a jerk and you lied. I don't need no stalker Jarvises. <laughs> I don't need no candy. Get away from me with that van. No. I don't want no Jarvis. Jarvis is a guy who can't. I'm sorry. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry. That was good. Good stuff. It was dumb. It was. That was so dumb. I'm sorry. Um, so then she goes to the office and hangs out with Sousa a little bit. Like you do. Like you do. And they talk about these. Uh, this machines. Because the machine turned on at the end of the episode mm-hmm. last week. And it started typing. And it was all like, oh my god, it's typing by itself. Uh, it's coded. What do we do? I'm excited about this episode. She's finally proved herself a little bit, even though I don't even care. Like, these guys are such douchebags about yeah, her. Yep. I'm like, I don't even want her to prove herself to them. Um, <laughs> she doesn't need 
their approval. No. Screw those guys. She does not. She's the best. But she she starts out by code breaking what came through this um, this typewriter, which their <laughs> SSR code breaker could not do. Or he didn't account for it being in Russian. Like, yeah, starting in Russian. That seems seems pretty obvious to me. <laughs> well, it seems pretty obvious to us because we think we know Leviathan and we know that they are from Russia. Well, they do too, right? Well, no, because they um, they mentioned Leviathan and they were like, what's Leviathan? Well, I know. And Sousa even said it's a biblical, biblical creature. Oh. And then um, Chief Wiggum. <laughs> Chief, Chief Wiggum. Chief yep. Wiggum said, um, you know, there's a spook story. I thought that they were just fake, but apparently it's this, you know, thing that wants to um take little girls and make them scary. Yeah, totally. Not that actually, but um it's this group that wants to uh take down the US, like buy weapons and, and ally with Hydra and yeah. et cetera and so forth, you know. The usual. So like he's the only one that really knows about it. Other than Peggy, who just knows about it because... Okay, that's that's a valid point. Yeah, yeah, I guess all of the evidence that it was in Russian has been uh, <laughs> has been covered up by Peggy in her double agentry. Yeah, yeah. But um, she so she cracks the code, which makes her have a case for getting put on the mission to go to Russia and find out what's at these coordinates and see if they can find Howard Stark. Which is their mission. That's not really her mission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she's still kind of double agenting, even though she's not anymore. <laughs> yeah. She's only lightly trying to clear Stark's name. Yeah, she's like, eh. I'll do that in my spare time. I'm pretty sure he didn't do it, but I'm mad at him right now. <laughs> Hell We're... hath no fury, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. Hellcat hath no fury. <laughs> get it that's another marvel thing. i get it i get it <laughs> um so uh then then that she makes her case but obviously agent chad michael murray refuses her case his actually his name is agent thompson but that's agent chad michael murray is it the actor's name yeah that's chad michael murray all right i didn't know you're right it is thompson God. i'm bad at things i think his name is jack thompson if I'm not mistaken, I was I was quoting Linnea, who uh, who called him Agent Chad Michael Murray, and she comments. calls him she calls him that because I call him that every single right. time we mention it. Right, him. right, right. Um, oh, I've I, so speaking of Linnea's feedback, I forgot to mention. I know I've mentioned it on the cast before, but I did want to commend her. She is absolutely right about um, Sousa, the, the 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 actor who plays Sousa, being amazing in Dollhouse. <laughs> Uh, I did not mention that earlier. I, I apologize. That's that was that was regrettable. I guess I need to go and watch Dollhouse. Yep. You haven't seen Firefly either, man. And that's only one series that I haven't watched. Like it's only one season. One season, yeah. It's only fourteen episodes and a movie. It's I pretty still, great. I, I the other night, a couple of nights ago, I went back and watched two more uh, two more episodes of Arrow. And. I'm still just not drawn to it. I get that. Arrow's not that good at all. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy Arrow. I'm I caught really, up. I really I, want to be. I enjoy it from week to week. It's fine, but it's like a show I watch when I don't have anything else to watch. Yeah. Like I, it's, it's like good background noise while I'm like answering emails in the morning. and right. It's just not... 
I just can't sit and get consumed by it. Well, like, Firefly is one of my favorite shows of all time, though. One uh, like the a lot of the news that comes in on all of my news feeds is a lot of that is Gotham, The Flash, and um, Arrow, and like I like these stories that they're talking about sound really neat, mm-hmm. and there's a lot going on, and I would be really interested in watching those, but I got to get to that point first. Like right now, yeah, it's so damn sporadic that I just it's not interesting. Yeah, especially the first season of Arrow, I think the CW was trying to like find their way of what they wanted this character to be and what they wanted the show to be like. And then when they once they got to there, it's pretty good. And then the Flash kind of gets started on a better foot because it had the background of the Arrow yeah. to work on. Um, but I'll say Gotham's been better than either show. Um, I think Gotham has been one of the best comic book show series I've ever seen. It's really hmm. really good. Um, I think. From a quality perspective, acting, directing, like the artistry of the show, I would say it's better than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, wow. I, I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but a lot of that is because of the deep continuity and how it ties into the larger universe. Yeah. I'm annoyed that Gotham doesn't do that, <laughs> but Gotham as a standalone series, just just the quality is really high. Do you know that they're, um, the DC Warner Brothers... Area, those people are looking at making a live-action Titans series. No, I didn't. Yeah, it's going to happen. I've heard that... Um, it's going to have Nightwing... Or, well, it's going to have Dick Grayson. First is Robin, then is Nightwing. And cool. Cyborg and... I think Cyborg. And uh, Raven. Definitely Raven. Fox owns the rights to... X-Men, right? I've heard that uh, they're planning an X-Men series. They're, they are. They're bringing an X-Men series to the television. And I I don't know how I feel about that. Because, like, part of what makes the X-Men great is that there's so many diverse powers and things that do really weird things and, like, make people look really weird and are just really insane abilities. You don't think you'll be able to pull that off? I don't think that they'll be be able to pull that off with the budget that a TV show has. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has done a pretty good job of it. They've got a huge budget. Yeah. I I have a feeling if Fox did a uh, X-Men show, they'd probably give it a pretty large budget as well. Maybe. Um, But yeah. Pretty, pretty, uh, anyway, back to, back to our, our universe. (laughs) Back to the MCU. Um, I yeah, man. I can't wait for. Uh, I'm enjoying all of the MCU shows, but I do think that um, we need a movie. We do need a movie. I want it's a movie. It's been too long since we've had a movie. I really want. I really want Age of Ultron. It will have I'm just been dying for it. Once Age of Ultron comes out, there's a lot of pictures going up. By the way, a yeah. lot of uh, a lot of trailery type pictures and 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 behind the scenes footage. Not footage, but behind the scenes shots. Um, once a uh, once the Avengers movie comes out, it will have been what ten months? No, I don't remember exactly when. Uh, Eight months. Guardians because it out. came out in no, it came out in August. But how long has it been? Okay, so Guardians, yes, but before that, it's been a year since we really vi- revisited our like Earth main our Earth, yeah, Earth MCU or MCU Earth, and so it's going to be. And that's going to be, what, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And it will have been 13 months since that happened, because that came out in the middle of April. Yeah. I'm just thankful for the TV shows that get us by <laughs> until we get there. But, oh, my God. Mid-April this year is going to be silly. 
Oh, I know. I know. Daredevil. Daredevil. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then, the, the, well, by the time we finish all of that up, Age of Ultron. Um, yeah. So, we... we it's so funny. We're considering basically what we're talking about right now is how we feel like we're in the middle of a desert, but we're still getting an hour of television every week. Like, <laughs> I, and, I, and it's good too. I'm really enjoying Agent Carter, but I just I I, I kind of miss the current timeline. Yeah, and I miss flashbacks and prequels are great, but you do like you kind of you know where it's going. We yeah. know where Peggy Carter ends up. Yeah, uh, we know we know where, that that you know. <laughs> We know that New York wasn't going to blow up last week or like <laughs> yeah. when she flipped that switch, the power wasn't going to go out because yeah. in the MCU, New York still has power. <laughs> like, yep. um, so there's, there's just certain things where you're like, the threat isn't really there. Yeah. And you feel like you're that st- big looming threat is just not real. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I do miss the current timeline. Um, anyway, new content. Speaking of agent Carter. Oh Yeah. Um, Agent Carter makes her case, and uh, Agent Thompson slash Chad Michael Murray uh, fights uh, fights strongly to get her not on the uh, on the roster of this of this uh, Russia trip. And she says, "Well, what if I could get the uh, the Command seventy first? Is that what they call they're called? No, the hundred and fifth, I think. Okay." The Howling Commandos, we'll yeah. just say. What if I can get the Howling Commandos? What if I can get the Howling Commandos on board? And he's like, well, then of course you can go. But there's no way. <laughs> but there's no way you're going to do that. Goes in the next room. One phone call. Comes back 40 seconds later. <laughs> um, all right, we're meeting them here. <laughs> that is the most obvious plan, right? It's pretty pretty, pretty great. I, I, I don't know how it's taken her this I feel like it's taken her a really long time to earn anyone's respect. Because they're assholes. Well, she hasn't had a chance. Well, yes. But in this episode, she does like four or five things in a row that is like, shows how badass she is. Well, yeah, it's the domino effect, man. Yeah. Once she, once she's getting cleared to go on one mission, she really gets the chance to, to shine. Yeah. And then what? Here's, you leave in one hour. There's the dressing room where she's like, I need to change. So I'm going into this male dressing room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really like the trick they play on Sousa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need this compass in uh, Locker 42. Can you get it, pal? And he's like, yeah, I'm crippled, but I'll go get it. Thanks, jerk. Oh, he, God. He definitely lingers a little longer. He does. Uh, like, he is probably in the back of the free candy Jarvis van. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> it seems like he might belong with Jarvis. <laughs> they, they have a play set together. <laughs> but I wouldn't buy it for they're, your kids. Yeah, no, they're both in the Lego set. <laughs> they're both in the, in the Marvel Lego set. Just the Marvel Creeper Lego set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And in that in that scene where he lingers a bit too long, where like he looks at her bullet wounds, and he recognizes them, and he's like he's kind of weirded out. And then she's like, "Is that all? Oh my God, Sousa!" And then he gives the best line <laughs> that this episode has. And it was, uh, uh, "Have a swell trip." <laughs> he walks out. <laughs> uh. That's pretty great. He's just a uh, 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 have a swell trip. <laughs> just leaves. That's pretty great. And she's like, uh, "Thanks, creeper." God, 
She just has stalkers and creepers everywhere this episode. I mean, yeah. And then the one guy who's not that creeper still has a creeper stash. <laughs> no. <laughs> not Dugan. I know. He just has a mustache. And all mustaches are creeper stashes. That's not true. It's kind of true. Dominic They're Cooper. either creeper stashes or hipster stashes. Howard his, Stark. His might be a hipster stash. Oh, come on. Howard Stark is definitely a creeper stash. No. That man. <laughs> he gets he gets him. He's rolling in it. <laughs> it's not because of the stash. Mm. No, I agree. It's not because of the stash. It's in spite of. No, no. It's not because of the stash. It's because of his stash. <laughs> not the stash. The stash. Got it. Of cash. I like it. Because he's rich. No, I get it. I get it. You didn't have to explain. He's yeah, a billionaire. Ruins inventor. thing. You're ruining your own joke. He's he's very rich because he's the he's only reason I'd be more mad at you if it was my joke you were ruining. <laughs> no, that joke was not funny because I could just go German on you. <laughs> Patton Oswald's description of German people. <laughs> I I don't know the description. Ah, it's a stand up thing that he talks Patton about. Patton Oswald's great. Really is. Um. All right. So they parachute into. Uh, some part of Russia. No. The Polish side of the Russian border. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the most obvious plan, right? Sure. That's what she said. Right. And then Dugan forgot the uh, forgot the code word. Oh, yeah. Code love, word is eagle. <laughs> He's just like, He's emu. 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 Ostrich. Um. So just just the the appearance of the Howling Commandos is just exciting. It really is, it really is. It brought life to this episode, and I think in a way that no previous episode has had. Like I like that, I was very excited to see them. I like when when they show up. The agents that the the SSR agents that uh, that meet them are like, oh my god, that's Dum Dum Dugan. You guys are the Howling Commandos. Oh my god, like. They're kind of the the lower superheroes to these guys. Oh yeah, and like that brings that brings the the elevated status to life, really, because you know these guys inside these normal people inside the universe are like, oh my god, it's you! I know you. You're a celebrity. Like that really drives it home that these guys are as big as I made them out to be. Yeah, yeah. They're they're big in this universe, not just to us, but to the yeah. actual characters within the that said universe. Um, we get a nice little scene with a uh, dum dum Dugan riding in the truck. <laughs> she brought him some bourbon. <laughs> Nobody does bourbon like the U.S. of A. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that the Russian scientist later, or the Russian um, psychiatrist later, was just like, "This is terrible. Can I keep? Can it? I have the rest of it?" <laughs> and he's like, "Bye bye, bourbon." It's a really great last line for him in this episode. Bye bye, bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dum Dum Dugan in this episode is really, really fun. Really, really yeah, fun. Is. Just a just a nice uh a nice 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 uh sequel to his 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 appearance in Captain America. I wouldn't mind seeing a uh movie or a series just about the Howling Commandos. Oh, that would be so cool. It would be a lot of fun. It really would. Ah. Like, what's the mission this week? I don't know. Let's go do something. Tear up some 
Hydra installations or something. Yeah, I wouldn't mind just like a war movie. <laughs> just a war movie with them like after Cap was dead, like fighting through whatever. Not dead. Well, they presumed dead. Sorry. Yeah. Missing. Not dead. Missing. Not dead. Yet. Um He makes a really like really subtle reference to a lesser known Marvel Comics character later on. Oh yeah. When she was when she was saying goodbye to him and he was like miss you or no she said miss you and he said I'll miss you too wait miss you miss Union Jack miss Union Jack Union Jack is a Marvel Comics character that was around during that time frame oh yeah and he he fought the Nazis but his like one of his things is he was kind of like Daredevil in that he just was a regular dude with heightened senses and fighting ability. But he wasn't blind. Um, he just he had a gun and some knives and you know just fought whatever stuff. But he one of his big battles was against a vampire, like a vampire Nazi, <laughs> which was crazy. But a lesser known Marvel Comics character named Union Jack, and gotcha. it's also and he wears um, his mask the is flag of the flag. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if in this case it was a reference to that character. I think it was just a reference to the fact that she was British. Nah, it was a reference to the character. I don't know. I think so. I don't think it's so. Marvel, man. How could it not be? Yeah, but she's she's British, and Union Jack is just a Britain fl- Britain flag. I mean, I get that, but like, it could be. It's Marvel. Everything's a reference. Maybe. No, it is. <laughs> they said that. <laughs> just like DC said that there's going to be no jokes Marvel's like only references <laughs> only references <laughs> jokes and references that's what we are that's what we do it's our thing it's gotten them a lot of money yeah um, and that, I think it's in that truck scene when she says that uh, he, he she grabs the, cig- the cigar out of his mouth throws it out the window and says he smells you smell bad enough already <laughs> and, uh, and he says it used to be fun and she's like, once upon a time, or something like that. Yep. And uh, and then the, and then they both look really sad. Really and that sad. broke my heart that they yeah, look so sad. She, she, he, he says, I miss him too. Talking <sighs> about Captain America, of course. Nice nice moment for Peggy and Dum Dum. <laughs> Alright, I feel like I shouldn't call him Dum Dum. I think she calls him Timothy. Oh, really? Or Thomas. Interesting. It's a T name. A lot of T names going on. Hmm. And, uh, well, so then we get Sousa figuring out this whole thing. He's starting to, to catch on that she was the, she was the blonde woman at the party, which I don't know if he knows what exactly what that means, but he's, I think he's going to start to think that she's some sort of double agent. Well, they know that a blonde woman went in there and then the guy ended up dead. Yeah. Like they know that a blonde woman went into the guy's office and then he ended up dead. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they've been looking for her. Yeah, so they've been he looking knows, for this blonde woman, trying to figure out what's. He knows that she's the blonde woman, mm-hmm. and I mean that just implies or that implicates her in a murder. I don't know that it necessarily puts her into the whole thing. Yeah, but it was a murder related to yeah the nitro the stealing the of nitramine. the nitramine. And, yeah. And Howard Stark, and so so it starts. It puts her into the uh, into the whole ploy. It puts her in a fairly tight spot. If nothing else, she's working against, or at least 
outside of the SSR. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably not what her work visa says she's allowed to do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, 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 what is he going to do? <laughs> so what is, what is, what is he going to do with that information? Okay. What do you think? I mean, we, we talked about this, uh, we, t- we talked about this earlier with the feedback that we just don't know which way he's going to go. What's your call? What do you think he's going to do? Did you see the, um, the, the commercial or spoiler for next week? I did not. Were there spoilers about it? A little bit. Yeah, we probably shouldn't talk about that right here then. Okay. But, uh, I think he's a real nice guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, will, I will admit, I will, I will not ask you further because I don't want any spoilers. Thank I really you, hate man. when they put really big spoilers in those commercials for next week. That pisses me off. Well, you know he's going to catch her. Sure, he's, sure. You know he's going to catch up to her. So that's really all that they showed is that okay. he's pointing a gun at her saying, you're under arrest. Oh, wow. For treason and espionage. And like she was like, there's more to this than you know, and being all sad. And he looks like regretful for it. Okay, so th- so that's... So that's all that's that's all that's said uh in in that in the in the trailer. That's cool. Um I yeah, I, I definitely think he's going to catch her. And and obviously trailer for next week, he's going to catch her. Yeah. But what what does he do after that? What does he do once he has her side of the story? Is I guess the question. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Or or I wonder the fact that he's arresting her personally. I wonder if that means he didn't alert his um so, uh, supervising officers, Chief Wiggum. Yeah, I wonder if he didn't alert Chief Wiggum. I wonder if he's gonna go directly to her because he cares about her and wants to know if uh, she did something. Uh, I mean, he saw her in her underwear. Uh, that engenders um, some loyalty. Uh, why don't you go get him, Sousa? Why don't you take care of it? So let's get talk it about Chad Michael Murray and what we really learned about him in this episode, which is. He's apparently uh, killed a bunch of unarmed men during during World War Two, yep. um, and he was in, like you said, Six. the Pacific Theater. Six Japanese men is what he said. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he oh, the fact that he tells the story in such a proud way of how he received the Navy Star uh, is the Navy Cross. Um, right. It's probably the thing. It is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not a very, very smart man, <laughs> or very knowledgeable. Uh, well, there's the Bronze Star, which is just... That's probably where I got that. Yeah, and then there's okay. the Navy Cross. So so he he tells that story of, of, of killing six Japanese men. Yeah, they when snuck they were, into camp, and he fell when asleep. They were, when they were and... kneeling down toward his superior officer, um, and the I guess... sleeping CO. He thinks to slit, slit his throat or whatever, yeah. but um, he wakes up, shoots them all, and then finds they have a white flag, which you don't find out until the very end of the episode. But um, that that was that was very impactful for me. It shows that he has some depth, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't know the fact that he admitted it to Peggy shows that there's some honor within him. I mean that that adds another dimension to his character because at this point he was very two dimensional. Like, hmm. I'm a man, and men are awesome. 
like those were his two dimensions. Yep. And I think he still has been yeah, that's 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 his character. <laughs> I'm a man and men are awesome. That's pretty much it. <laughs> and now we now we know though he has this deep regret about this moment and the fact that he hid the flag hid their surrender. Buried flag. the flag, yeah. Um yeah, that's pretty intense stuff. Um and and and, and the fact that she didn't freak out on him about that she said you know we all uh, basically we all make mistakes and well he said i've been trying to tell that story since i got back and she's like you just did Mm -hmm. you did it you told the story there it is good job champ (laughs) slugger yeah so throughout this whole episode we also have the thread of um Chief Wiggum. Chief Wiggum. Chief Wiggum. Uh, seeking out uh, information about this battle. Uh, I still don't know where the, how this battle is going to factor into this whole thing. Yeah. Um, you know? I don't. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Because it's got a... It's got, the way Marvel's been with both their, their television series, it's going to tie in... To the overarching story of Leviathan somehow, yeah. but I just have no idea. And it's going to probably tie into the Cap blood and everything. Everything's going to come to a head, and I just don't know right now. Like, who killed all those people? No, no side is admitting responsibility for killing them. Um, so that's uh, just going to, I don't know. It's just it's cool to have that thread hanging there that I know is going to tie in, I'm dead, but I don't have any clue how. Yeah. Like, how did a whole bunch of Russians die at nobody's hands? Yeah. And Stark is the one that came to clean it up. They, um... That's it. They then go in to this, to, to this battle, uh, and they, they first find one of these girls, who I guess... Now, first uh, they find the weird, creepy classroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but in that classroom, or the, I guess was, the next room. Yeah, maybe it was over. the next room over. They heard her crying in that classroom. Yeah. But, like, she... She rolled the uh, rolled the film back, yeah, and it said "instill fear," mm-hmm. and that's really creepy. That is really creepy. And earlier in the episode, they were watching Snow White, yeah, and it's trying. Like, they, I think that was like an English learning class, so that they could pronounce words mm-hmm. like English people do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so they have all these uh crazy you know they're, they're just raising these girls to be fighting machines and killing machines um and then they happen upon one of them so the the crazy thing is we know this is not only was this going on 20 20 years ago when uh dotty was apparently a part of it but it is still active there's still yeah. actively at least one little girl in this camp who's tries to stab dug dug dum dum dugan <laughs> Well, it's still active in present day, or well, is active to where Black Widow came out of it. In some form, yeah. yeah. That's that's so cool that that's the same camp. Um, that really blows my mind. Yeah. Well, I don't know that it's the same, like, location. Sure, camp. sure, but it's the same program. Yeah, same program. Some, uh, some form of that same program. Yeah. That's wonder, really awesome. I wonder if Black Widow can sleep without handcuffing herself to the bed. Hmm. If they did that, that would be so awesome. If they showed her sleeping in handcuffed to a bed, that would be nuts. Uh, they know they won't because it's the 
they they very rarely take things like that from the TV shows and put them on the big screen. Yeah. But we're we're, we're seeing that they might with some cert, certain certain things like. Uh, I mean, they introduced the Inhumans in true. Agents of Shield. They're introducing they're Bobby Morse, who is probably going to have some sort of scene with Renner eventually. Eventually, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's definitely possible. Um, man, I'd, I would love to see that. I would just. It would just confuse all the audiences though, <laughs> who haven't seen the show. Yep. And who haven't read that article. Like that's some deep continuity right there that you don't even Yep. You really have to be on the inside to know what's going on there. Or listen to us. Or just listen to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Um <sighs> It's the kind of stuff I love. I really, <laughs> really love. Ugh. The fact that that's, that's Black Widow's the same program that Black Widow came out of is just great. <laughs> it's just great. Um, so yeah, there's a big battle that goes on like there always is in, in yeah. an enemy camp. And the little girl kills one of the men. Yeah. Like, grabs, she grabs Dugan's gun and shoots the guy. Oh, gosh. And Dugan was about to just drop a grenade down the chute that she went in. <laughs> he was... He was pulling the pin, and she was like, no, no, that's a little girl. Yeah, but, it, man, I don't know. <laughs> if it, that little girl... Then, then she might... shot an SSR agent, and then she shot the one Howling Commander dude in the leg, and he just took it like a champ. He's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he just, like, probably hobbles around. Dumb, dumb Dugan's side here. That little girl's a little killing machine. Yeah. I understand that, you know, they probably could save her. She shows up later in the battle... Yeah, but we but that's where she shoots the SSR agent oh, and the Howling Commander guy in the leg. Right, right. And then she just runs off? Is that... Well, she has a little bit of a firefight. Yeah, but then she doesn't get shot. I don't know. I don't, okay, know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that so. they showed it. I don't think that they're going to show a little girl getting shot. Yeah, maybe not. So uh, they, they after infiltrating the um, this prison slash training center slash... Research area. Nursery? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Orphanage. Orphanage. Yeah. Um, they find they find a scientist who says he's there building some of Stark's plans. But they specifically say that Stark was not involved. Yeah, he's and not there. If they he's if he was never there, been around. If he was there, they wouldn't need him, is what, yeah. what they say. And there's his psychiatrist friend. Yeah. So that they're gonna they gotta get him out. They're gonna get him out. They're running away with them and shooting at everybody and there's a firefight like there always is firefight yeah. in a hallway i think they firefight keep... in a hallway that's very much the uh captain america agent carter timeline like thing to do <laughs> yeah it really was um now the scene uh, the big dr- drama of the scene is when the scientist grabs a hold of one of the soldiers and puts his gun to his head and steps out and says he's going to deliver the american to I don't get that was a very yeah it was really weird it was a really weird like there's no drama there's still three people with guns like right around this guy there's no way that our people are going to let him turn over one of theirs it was just a really dumb plan it really was um and I I I think it was a really cheap plot device to get that scientist out of the story have him be shot I don't even know why you even need the scientist out of the story um, you could have just had him sh- be shot. I, I honestly, I didn't like that plot device at all. I do, I do nah. think it was cheap. As I like the show, not going to bag on it too hard, but uh, yeah, that was a weird moment. Just a weird moment. It didn't make any sense. 
like practically how it would happen and how he would get out in front with a gun and no one would take him down. And, um, and then it doesn't really make sense why he would do it or what he thought he would gain from it. <laughs> yeah. There was no, like, I, it was, it was, I know what to do does bad thing. It wasn't, Hey guys, I know what to do. And here's why. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he blah, doesn't, blah, blah, he blah. doesn't do something clever. He doesn't, it was just like, I have this really stupid idea and here it is. He also, I mean, I guess he did have a, have to have a psychiatrist there with him to handle all the stuff that was going on. So, uh, it's, it's possible that he was just nuts and that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was just part of, part of his craziness was making a very bad decision in that moment. And then the psychiatrist, knowing that he probably will shoot the guy, I guess, shoots his patient. <laughs> That's such a breach. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're not even supposed to talk about this stuff out of time. You're not <laughs> supposed to tell people their secrets. You're definitely not supposed to shoot your patients in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a breach of the client-patient <laughs> patient relationship. Is that is that a HIPAA kind of thing? <laughs> like, what do you call that? I do not know. I do not know. I do not know from psychiatry. <laughs> um, so this is the moment we get also that uh, Agent Chad Michael Murray uh, freezes. Slips out. He freezes. Uh, he can't take this kind of firefight. And and the, the, the shot of, of Peggy Carter firing the gun repeatedly, this huge gun, is just so badass. And he's looking up at her like, Oh, she is better than me. <laughs> Maybe men aren't so awesome. Yeah, this is like he loses a dimension. Winning over, winning over SSR agents, one firefight at a time. Right? Like if she can't, oh, that would be so mean. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. If she can't win them by surviving the firefight and saving them, then you know she'll take them to a firefight where they get killed. <laughs> oh gosh. Because the one oh. got killed there. Yeah, that's true. A few of them died. They're either dead or they respect her. One <laughs> of those two things. At the end of a firefight. <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness. And it was one of the ones that you just don't even know. Yeah. Like, I think it was the random Asian guy. <laughs> was it a... It was a red It wasn't shirt, one of the commandos, man. right? It was one of the... Uh... Well, one of the commandos got killed. The young guy. Okay. Junior, I think his name was. And then and they were, Lee was the agent's name. I remember them saying that. Was it? Yeah, they said Lee. Are you just saying that because it's no? Asian? I'm not. They said Lee's been shot. Oh, okay. They, then later on, they said Lee's Lee was killed honorably. Yeah, we need to. I, as his superior officer, I will take his you know messages family. Wow. Or maybe I'm just being man. Racist. Think about not just sexist, but racism was tackled, or not just sexism, but racism was tackled in this one because like. There was an Asian guy and a Hispanic guy and a woman being led by the white man from the SSR. Mm-hmm. I think Rodriguez or something like that was yeah. the guy's name. Hmm. And then, and then it ended up being like... They were able to handle it and he was not. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. all did okay. And he was the guy that lost it. Mm-hmm. So, um, pretty much past that, they... Dum Dum Dugan breaks through the wall, which is very just a classic moment of like the wall breaking and him standing there in his bowler hat. <laughs> it's it's a very Dum Dum Dugan. Why thing do they to call do. it a bowler hat? <laughs> I don't know, Peggy. Why do they call it a bowler hat? Oh, stab, St 
tab. Um, I so, want to know now. I also want to cosplay him. Oh man! In that bowler hat and that, that would mustache. be a great cosplay. Yeah, mm. we should go as the Howling Commandos. I'm in. Yes, I'm in. Maybe this year because they're not as fit. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America Oh yeah Captain America 3 comes out Yep We could go as the Howling Commandos And you know We could be a little bigger Dum Dum Dugan's got a little extra on him He really does For those of you who haven't Listened to the cast over and over We are in the middle of a Weight loss Plan Where By the time Guardians of the Galaxy 2 comes out I'm going to go as Star-Lord, and Jeff is going to go as Drax, and we're going to do our best to have the body types of Star-Lord and Drax, which means a massive amount of weight loss in the next two years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've already done really good. We've lost... Uh, we've both lost, I think we both over lost over 6% of our body weight. Yeah. yeah, over 6% in the first... Or in this first diet bet that we did. Yeah. And it was four weeks to lose 4%. We lost 6.1 apiece. I've been thinking about starting a diet bet among our listeners. Yeah, that might be fun. Uh, if any of you guys are interested in that, let us know. Anybody, I, know that, we, uh, uh, I know that Callum Parker talked about wanting yeah, to get fit, Callum too. Callum Parker posted on Facebook that he was interested in. Uh, he was joining us in our Star-Lord and Drax uh, thing. So <laughs> it'd be fun to do a diet bet all together. It'd be fun. It really would. Um, so if anybody else is interested in that, uh, throw, th- throw us a line. We should do it. It'd be fun. Yeah. Um, it can almost be like a celebrity diet bet. Yeah, well, they do. Uh, you can, Anyone can start one on yeah. the website. So, But there are featured ones. There are featured like... ones. And we could do like an Star-Lord and Drax diet bet. <laughs> we need to have like our picture kind of mocked up to look like... Yeah, like the... our faces on Star-Lord and Drax's body, that kind <laughs> of thing. <laughs> well, I was thinking just like Star-Lord and Drax... If they were us now, like our current body type, like, you know, awful looking, and then have like an after picture of just like the actors. Yeah. Or we, yeah, I see what you're saying. I, what you're saying. <laughs> I was going to say, we could just dress up like them. And I was like, that would be expensive. That would be. <laughs> and it would be like us getting into costume a bit early. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to waste time on the no, costume no, until sure it's not. time. Until, uh, until I'm close to the right weight for it i don't want to buy the wrong size pants (laughs) yeah right that's all he wears (laughs) yeah i don't want to wear the by the wrong size duster i really want to wear the duster i've been looking around online that big long jacket that he has i can't find a star lord jacket uh that is looks film appropriate uh, except for the little one that he wears most of the movie yeah i love the first i want to dress up as him in the first scene where he's got the long duster on yeah also, yeah, I'm not much of a cosplay guy because I'm a fat man, and you can only really pull off fat characters. I feel like, uh, or or then you just look like, oh, look, he's Fat Iron Man. <laughs> um, have you guys seen Fat Iron Man? He's really good. Did you see Fat Iron Man down the? So, but I think if I got really fit, I would have to cosplay. <laughs> I think the way, the only way that I've really gotten away with steampunk Thor is because it's a it's really vast, different interpretation of the yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, and, and and you've got a lot of armor on, so you just look like a big guy with yeah. armor. I've got you a, don't look. You don't I've look got that a whole fat bunch. Yeah, I've got a whole bunch of like extra stuff and layers of clothing that make me sweat like a fat man. Yeah, we know. We know. Uh, <laughs> fat men wear layers. That's the that's the secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
Anyway, uh, so so yeah, you guys seriously let us know if you guys are interested in doing something like that. Uh, I think a diet bet among our listeners would be really fun, um, and we could all just like encourage each other to get fit. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so I guess let's wrap up this episode. Yeah, right? the last. I mean, that's really all we've talked about. Everything except the last scene, which is where um, Agent Thompson invites her for a drink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Says she owes him some bur- owes her some bourbon. Yeah, he owes her a bourbon. Yep. Which is really, really nice. And then Sousa doesn't go and is left staring at the picture of Peggy as he's staring at her walking away and going, could it be? Yeah. Could it be? I like, uh, I like at the end, though, how Chief Wiggum is just like, hey, Carter, good job. Or like, good work or something yeah, like that. They've, they've, she's, she really started to earn their respect, which makes me even more think this, this episode is not going to line up with the Agent Carter one shot. <laughs> Yeah, unless they just change leadership at the end of this season, they just change leadership to that other guy, and he's just as much of an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. And Maybe we could treat the the one shot as kind of like a what if. Well, because I mean, there's I what we'll, if comics. I guess we'll have to. Yeah, if, but I don't like it. I'm sorry. Pissed off. <laughs> Anyway, guys, so, uh, yeah, get in touch with us and tell us what you think of this episode or tell us what you think of next week's. We always record on Tuesday. We generally record on Tuesday nights after the episode. So if you watch next week's episode and you want to get in touch, just as soon as the episode's over, call 573-CAST-MCU, and uh, we will play your uh, feedback on the air. Um, 573-CAST-MCU. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Facebook. slash MCU cast. Um, or mcucast.wordpress.com for our website or at mcucast on Twitter. Um, we really should use Twitter more. We really should. Yeah, we got we got a message about that from someone. We did. We should use Twitter more. <laughs> like, you're right, but I don't do that. Um, I would use Twitter more if I knew the login information for it. Oh, I thought you had it. I don't. I'll make sure you have that. <laughs> um, Funny story. <laughs> And everyone else. The login information is... <laughs> uh, also, we're in partnership with 45magazine.com, so check out 45-magazine.com for some cool stuff there. So that's that's all we got for this episode. Um, did you have any other speculation or anything you wanted to talk about this week? No, I covered most of it already. Okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah. So you guys, uh, we are uh, Matt and Jeff at the MCU cast... And we love you. Like, for real. Mm-hmm. Sexually. You can take that to the bank. Sorry, everyone. Matt has to pee. And for some reason, he's not using the bottle from the water that he drank. Take it out, put it back, I always say. I've never actually peed in a bottle. That's gross. Although, I wonder if I could get that five cent refund in New York or Connecticut if I peed in a 